You are listening to episode number 91 of the Wildly Aligned podcast. If you want to succeed in both life and business, you must master your time, your money, and your mind. This is where you will learn how. Welcome to the Wildly Aligned podcast. I'm your host, Master Certified Coach Ilong Taras. Let's go. Hey, welcome to this week's episode. If this is your first time tuning in, welcome. I'm so glad you're here. There is a saying in the business world that goes, if you want to go fast, go alone. If you want to go far, go together. So what I want to talk to you about today is about hiring your team or building your team if you already have some people working for you. Now, I do want to say that if you think that you're not big enough or ready for a team yet, this episode is for you. Whether you have a large team, it's also for you. I think one of the biggest mistakes entrepreneurs make is that they think that they need to be at a certain revenue number before they can hire their first team member. And when I say team member, I'm referring to not necessarily a full-time employee. It can be a freelancer, a contract worker, or someone that you just hire for a couple of hours a week, like a, a virtual assistant. There really is no magic number as it relates to how big your business is. To me, it is as soon as you have gained some momentum and you're able to pay someone to take some of the tasks off of your plate that's really keeping you busy as an entrepreneur, you want to do it. Now, I have been in business for quite some time. I've been a solo entrepreneur, meaning that I was the one-man band doing all the things. I've also had as little as six people work for me on my team and as much as 20. So I have learned quite a few things in terms of leading people and hiring people and also letting people go, which isn't always as nice sitting on the other side of that table, but it is part of the entrepreneurial journey. And I do believe that it's important for us to talk about this because it's definitely something that we don't always think about in the initial stages. And as soon as we actually start gaining momentum and we are in charge of people and we have a team, it can be quite daunting. It can feel quite overwhelming. So I want to talk to you about this today because as entrepreneurs, we're not necessarily born with the skill of entrepreneurship. For many of us, it's something we need to learn and it can feel very challenging. There are definitely aspects of entrepreneurship that are really hard and it can feel like a really steep learning curve to actually step into owning your own business and becoming proficient in the many skill sets that are required to make a business work. Now, in the beginning, it's usually just us, right? We are wearing all the hats. We have this idea for the business. We start packaging it together in a service or a product. And then we go and offer it to people. We find someone who is willing to pay us for the value that we are creating or putting out into the world. And as we start gaining momentum and we start filling our book with clients, we often realize that, okay, this is a lot of work. Like there's a lot that goes into it. And it's always a lot of work, right? There's always work to be done. But at some point you recognize that you can't do it by yourself anymore. And to me, I think one of the biggest realizations and most important realizations was that it's time for me to, to get someone to help me. And the sooner you can do this in your business, the better because it really just frees up the mental space for you to actually focus on the things that are important in your business. And it doesn't mean that the things that you outsource aren't important. They need to be done, obviously, right? Like administrative things. 
but it means that you now have more energy, more mental capacity, more time to actually focus on the things that keep the doors of the business open. I see these titles on books about self-made millionaires, and I feel like it's really deceiving because it's really hard for one person to make it big, right? There's always a group of people that have supported you to get to that place. And so I think it's it's not right to say that, you know, you're a self-made millionaire. I think it's impossible for us to really make it big in the in the business world without having people to support us on that journey. Now, hiring might feel like a big responsibility. And I'm here to tell you that, yes, it is. Okay. But it doesn't need to be as daunting as it might seem right now. And I also think if you look at it from the perspective that the entrepreneurial game is often a lonely one, right? If you've been in business for a minute, you know that there aren't that many people necessarily around you that get it, that understand what it's like to be an entrepreneur and the stress and the anxiety and all the things that come with it, right? And so I always say to people, put yourself in rooms where you are actually surrounded by those people. But another great way of doing it is having a a team that really, truly supports you and that you can lean on when you need to. Making the shift from being a solo entrepreneur or being a one-man show to actually managing people and leading people, leading a team is really a big shift to make. And it's quite hard. It's quite challenging. I think it's one of the, the hardest things that we need to do as entrepreneurs. And it's a skill set. It's something that you need to learn how to do. It's not something that you're just necessarily good at. Of course, some people are natural leaders and they find it easy to work with people, but not all of us are. Sometimes we need to actually learn and cultivate this skill. But I do also know that it's inevitable part of growing your business and it's it's part of those growing pains, right? And if you own a business and you want to grow your business, at some point, you're going to need to be able to have a team and lead that team. And I do feel like there is a responsibility associated with that, regardless of whether you're hiring someone for a couple of hours a week or you have a full-time employee. One of the questions that I often get is, when is the right time to hire someone in my business? And I don't think that there really is a right time to hire someone. In the beginning, unless you have a lot of startup capital or you have an investor you will be trading your own time because you don't have the funds necessarily to pay someone, right? But I always say that as soon as you have gained some momentum and you have funds available to pay someone, even if it's just for a couple of hours a week in terms of like a virtual assistant, do it because it's going to take so much stuff off of your plate and it is going to help you to focus on the more important things in your business, which I think is priceless. <laughs> and also being an entrepreneur, it's your responsibility to keep the doors open. And especially in the beginning, if you don't have the funds to actually outsource things like marketing and sales, which are the higher value activities and also the more expensive things that you're going to pay for, you're going to be doing those things yourself. But I do want to add that this is not a bad thing, right? Learning to be really good at marketing and mastering the art of sale or selling is not a bad thing. It's going to serve you well into the future. It's always like I see these people on Facebook and they say things like, I really want to start a side hustle or I really want to start a business. I really want to make money from home, but please don't share anything that's going to require me to sell something. (laughs) And I always laugh at this because this is literally what entrepreneurship is. 
is you create something of value and you sell it. Like that is the bare minimum of what business is, right? And if you're not willing to sell something, then you shouldn't be an entrepreneur. You shouldn't have a business. (laughs) And maybe these people are referring to like MLM type businesses or network marketing businesses where they don't want to sell to family because obviously this has happened. We've all been in the awkward situation of sitting in someone's living room and then they're trying to sell us Avon or something. I don't know. I just want to add that you can build a very successful network marketing business and never ever sell to your favorite aunt or anyone in your family for that matter. So I just wanted to add that. But learning the art of selling, learning how to market your services and your products is a skill that I would not skip. Even if it's hard, even if the learning curve is really steep, and even if you plan on hiring salespeople into your business eventually or you know, having an agency to do your marketing, I still believe that this is something that you shouldn't just hire out right out of the gate. Now, I want to share some of my thoughts with you, whether you have team members or you don't yet, it doesn't really matter. It's it's still going to pertain to you. Now, I want to share some of my thoughts on hiring people and managing people or leading people. And I just want to say that I think it's impossible for us to consider every single nuance that comes with leading people, hiring people, managing those people. It's too much to talk about in one episode, right? But as a rule of thumb, I'm always like, just don't be an asshole, right? Don't treat people like machines or like a number. (laughs) This is definitely not the message I want to send today. But I also want to just highlight that I might share some things In this episode, that is a little bit controversial and that might seem like I'm saying that you should underpay people or treat them like machines. I'm definitely not. (laughs) I do believe in taking care of our people because they are more likely to take care of us if we do, right? But it doesn't mean that you don't have high standards as a business owner and it doesn't mean that it should be easy for people to work for you, right? It's okay if you want to build a high-performing team that isn't going to fit into everybody's lives, right? Not everybody is going to fit into that container of high performance. And that's okay. Those just aren't your people. So we've discussed when you hire someone and you might be questioning, okay, but who do I need to hire first if I am actually in a place where I want to do that first hire? Again, there isn't really a right or wrong actually watched a really cool video by Alex Hormozzi who explains, in his opinion, the first five hires that you need to do as an entrepreneur or as a business owner and as you're sort of building that team. I'm going to link it up in the show notes because I think it's very valuable. But for me, I always think about hiring as initially when we start out, I want to hire out the tasks that are of lower value but that are taking up a lot of time for me. So I might be wearing all the hats, doing all the things, but the things that I can hire out the easiest in the beginning are the things that cost less to hire out, right? So think about administrative tasks or hiring a virtual assistant for the first for, for a couple of hours a week. It's not going to cost you that much, but it is going to free up a lot of valuable time so that you can focus on the more important tasks in your business. And it doesn't mean that the administrative things aren't important. It just means that it's easy to outsource. It's easy to explain to someone what needs to happen. And it's not going to cost you a lot of money to actually fill that time with someone else doing it, right? 
as you grow, as you build your team, you will eventually get to a place where you are going to outsource or get someone in-house that can deal with higher value things like sales and marketing, etc. At the end of the day, I always think about hiring as buying back my time so that I can level up and focus on the more important stuff in the business. When it comes to hiring full-time employees, I do think that it's really important for you to crunch the numbers and make sure that you are actually in a place where you can afford it because there are a lot of hidden costs involved in hiring people and also a lot of legal stuff. And I think it's important to go into that agreement with open eyes, right? To make sure that you are making the right decision for your business. So talk to your accountant and make sure that you are actually ready for it. It's also really important that your employees fit into the culture that you want to build. So in order to create a culture in your business, you need to know what you want that culture to be, right? And it's your job to protect that culture. It's your job to make sure that the people that you hire fit into that culture. And if they don't, don't hire them. (laughs) Don't think that you're going to change or teach someone a new way of being or, you know, someone that has a bad attitude that you're going to shift it into someone that's positive and has a great attitude. It's just not going to happen. So make sure that you actually add people to the team that really fit in terms of the culture that you want to create for yourself, specifically the soft skills as well. Also remember that you are running a business and most of us are building businesses for profit. So the idea is that you're going to make a profit from your business. And you don't want to spend all of that on people. You want to make sure that you are hiring people and paying for the value that they provide proportionately. So you don't want to pay someone way more than what they are actually providing in terms of value to your business. And I'm not saying that you should underpay people, right? But you want to make sure that it is actually aligned and that whatever you're paying this person is actually coming back in terms of monetary value at the end of it. And if you're already in a place where you have a team and maybe some of those people or some people on your team aren't really a good fit and you're sort of wondering whether you should let them go or not, I want to offer you this question. If you knew then what you know now, would you have hired them? If the answer is no, let them go. (laughs) Also have high standards. You want to attract people who have high standards as well. And the only way that you can attract people and hold people who have high standards is by having high standards yourself. One of the biggest things that you as the entrepreneur needs to know is where you are going. You need to know where you're going if you are going to take people with you, right? Otherwise, you're just leading people into the abyss and nobody actually knows what the heck is going on. So it's very important for you to understand what your vision is and to articulate that vision to your team so that everybody understands what it is that they're doing and what they're working towards, right? One of my favorite quotes by Michael E. Gerber, who wrote The E-Myth, is that people don't fail, systems do. And so whenever you're getting ready to add people to your team, and I would even go as far as to say, even if you don't have a team and even if you don't plan on adding anybody to your team in the next six or 12 months, start building systems, start building processes and have a, not necessarily a manual, but have a a way of doing things, right? So that when you plug people into your business, there is a system and a process for them to follow. 
Also, don't be afraid of hiring people who are smarter than you are. Part of building a team is getting people who are very good at what they do. And as you grow and as you add more of those high value skills to your business, it's normal for you to not be the only expert in your business. The key here is that everyone should know how they are contributing to the whole. Don't spoon feed your people. If you teach them that you are always going to be there to bail them out or catch them when they fall or just give them the answer, you're not building a team that can truly support you. Building the right team for your business is going to be the hardest and most important and most rewarding thing you're going to do as an entrepreneur. I'm going to end off this episode with a quote by Jeff Bezos, a founder and CEO of Amazon. I'd rather interview 50 people and not hire anyone than hire the wrong person.